Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This week in Paladin Financial Talk, we're going to talk about one of the most popular investments in the world today. We are? This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Thank you for joining us, folks. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and uh, we have another episode here of Paladin Financial Talk. And this week, as I mentioned in the uh, intro, we're going to talk about one of the world's most popular investments in general, and that is what is called a target date fund, otherwise known as life cycle funds. And these are one of the most popular investments, uh, significant amount of assets, and there are over a $12 trillion of assets sitting in target date funds as we sit here today. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what those are, why those are so popular, but also why they may not be the right fit for you as you prepare for retirement. But before we dig into that, folks, we want to say hello to our lovely co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, how are we doing this week? Oh, we're doing great, Jeff. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I've had good. a good week. You know, I've I've been really, really busy and the family's doing really good. We're just trying to get a lot done. You know, it's spring cleaning time, all that good stuff. And uh, it feels good, but I have been really busy. How about you? Doing good. Yes. We're um, getting back into a little bit more normalcy. Uh, Jax has gone back to school a little bit, kind of a part-time. and uh, But we're we're juggling, making do, and enjoying somewhat better better weather as we move along here. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice to see that. Yeah, they say uh, it could even get into the 80s here pretty soon. That would be nice. Yes, yes, that will be good. So now, good. Uh, you said today's topic, uh, when you told me what we're going to talk about today so I could prepare, uh, you just uh, shot me an email and said we're going to talk about target date funds. That's what you said. Now, yes. to me, I, I misunderstood apparently. Because when I you said target date funds is what we're talking about, I assumed you were going to take me to Target, and you wanted to discuss on the show the funds we would need when you took me on a date to Target. No, that's not what you no. mean by target date funds. No, off a little bit, a little bit, Tony. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just reaching. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> missed the mark. That was actually the title for today's show: Why Target Date Funds Missed the Mark. Yeah. Actually, no, no. I asked you about my wife's target date funds, and you went over that with us. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually anxious to get into this a little bit more because it is important. I'm trying to joke about it, uh, failing miserably, of course, as usual. But um, at least you're consistent, Tony. Yeah, uh, you know what's uh, easy <laughs> to read about you is your courtesy laugh, Jeff. It's great. <laughs> it's like, see, there's the legitimate laugh right there. there Earlier, when I tried to make the joke about going on a date to Target and the money we would need. Um, that was your courtesy. You got the courtesy In case our up. listeners missed it. Busted. Busted. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But hey, before we do that, before we dig into target date funds, <clears throat> important question here. 
Tony, how do you make holy water? I have no idea. You boil the hell out of it. <laughs> we, we haven't we haven't oh, done a dad joke in a while, so that's a bad before. dad joke right there. I love it though. I love it. That one's a little edgy. Getting a little religion yeah, in there. I know. I know. Yeah. My apologies to some out there, but yeah. Before we get into the riveting topic of uh, target date funds, we wanted to get a get a chuckle out of there, get another courtesy laugh, if you will. But well, yeah, target um, date funds are important though, so I think people need to listen through this one. Yeah, they are. There's uh, there's some good and there's some bad about this. Over half of all plan participants that are participating in a retirement plan at work, over half of all plan participants are in a single target date fund. And this is a, based on a Vanguard study, How America Saves, that was published in 2019. And 77% of all participants use at least one. And a 2018 report from Fidelity, not Vanguard, showed that 68% of millennials have 100% of their assets invested in a single target date fund. Wow. And not, yeah, pretty significant. Nine out of 10 plan sponsors offer these now. And that, that compares to about a third of companies a decade ago. And a big reason for that rise in popularity is they have become a default investment option for a lot of retirement plans. And what that means is if you get a job and you sign up for the 401k at work, if you don't take any action in the past, the majority of plans, what they would do is default to put you in cash because, hey, you didn't tell us what you want to do with that but people would sit there for decades in cash and their money wouldn't really grow. So what's happened, a lot of plans are changing, checking a different box, and the default is to put you into a uh, target date fund based on an estimate of your retirement age, and that's the default. Oh, okay. Uh, that I guess that makes sense. So uh, a lot of people out there... Um, interesting. That's I find this fascinating because... Uh, when you spend your money and when you have it makes a big difference, doesn't it? It does. It does. Yeah. And the nice thing about target date funds, they give you pretty broad diversification. It's a simple choice uh, for getting into investments and they allow people to use a set it and forget it. Most people uh, don't want to spend a lot of time thinking about their investments and saving for retirement, particularly when they're on the, the younger end, end of things. They're not ideal for everyone. So, so what are some of the things then we need to consider? If they're not ideal for everyone, uh, what should we be considering when it comes to target date funds? Uh, first thing to look at is understanding what's called the glide path. And uh, it's not as fun as that sounds. It sounds great. <laughs> the glide path is how it converts, how that target date fund converts over time from higher risk investments into lower risk investment. So the simple premise of a target date fund or a life cycle fund um, is you look at the age that you plan on retiring. Let's say that's 2030 and you put your funds in that 2030 fund. The fund company will automatically over time reduce the amount of equities and move more into bonds. And that glide path is how they make that adjustment over time. And every fund company does that a little bit differently. But if the, the allocation, the asset allocation of your chosen year, in that example, the 2030, if that's not in line with your personal risk tolerance, then you can invest in your own mix of funds outside of the target date funds, or you pick a different target date year, even though that's not the year you plan on retiring. Mm. 
But but what we want to remember is we're not planning for one year in retirement. We're not planning for 2030 in our example. We're planning for 2030 through 2060 or so, so on. So you might take too much risk off of the table as you get closer to retirement, as we'll talk about. But it's not retirement is not a one size fit all thing. And that's what target date funds try to do is everyone's everyone that's retiring in 2030 has the same risk tolerance, yeah. has the same situation. That's not, and and that's, that's not correct. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I got to go back to glide path. I think that's going to be the new title for my new self-help book I'm writing. Glide path. Uh, I like that. The glide path. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Should I write a self-help book? Am I the perfect candidate to do that? I think so. Glide path, the Tony Shore way. <laughs> the glide path. <laughs> Taking the glide path with Dr. Tony Shore. <laughs> Minus the doctor. Okay. Uh, but, uh, okay, so what are some more pros and cons to target date funds then? Obviously, uh, they don't take into account a lot of individual aspects. Yeah, and before I do that, I, I want to comment, you know, I'm I'm someone who, as I meet with folks and I help them out with their, their financial issues, their plan, I do my darnest to be agnostic about different tools that are out there. In other words, I'm not one who believes just because I could read an article and others in our industry might say one thing is good or bad. Um, I try to look at a person's situation and is that tool right or wrong for that person and what they're trying to accomplish and the resources that they have. So I mention that because I'm not a big fan of target date funds. We have dozens of different fund companies that we could utilize and we don't use target date funds. Uh, very rarely uh, because of some of the things that we'll talk about. So I just wanted to kind of air that as I'm I'm not a big fan of them. They've done a lot of good for people, which is one of the positives is they're a simple way to save for retirement. So going back to that default investment alternative, you sign up for a retirement plan at work and you're 22 years old and you're not paying attention to that stuff. The good news is you you have something in place and your, your money's being put to work. So there's a simple way to save for retirement if you don't want to spend time uh, learning about or you're not working with a financial professional to help you out. Another positive, Tony, is they offer exposure to a variety of markets. You have active management, you have pack passive management, you've got a selection of different asset allocations. So you get a lot of good within that. There's a lot of diversification within a target date fund. And another positive is that they help to harness an inertia. And this goes back to that default example. But people in general, we don't like change and doing nothing oftentimes is easier than doing something. I guess doing nothing is always easier than doing something. So it's simple. So if you choose that 2030 fund that we were talking about, as you get closer to that target date, it's going to do the work for you and adjust out of equities into bonds and uh, kind of put that on autopilot for you. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, that makes perfect sense. So, um, and I think it's important to work with a financial professional to figure these things out because you want to use uh, the right strategy. So there are positives to target date funds. Uh, what are some of the negatives? Yeah. So it might be more a target date fund that you choose. It might be more or less risky than what you're looking for. So just because you choose that 2030 fund, if you line up 
10 people that are retiring in 2030, you might have eight different uh, risk tolerances within those. You might have 10, you might even have 11. I don't know how that's possible, but, um, <laughs> but the point is everyone's situation is different. And uh, just because you're retiring at a certain age doesn't mean you look like everyone else at that age. So you want to look at your risk tolerance, which is what you, your score is and, and based on a number of different um, questions that are answered. So for us, if you go out to our website at financialpaladin.com, P-A-L-A-D-I-N.com, and you click on the color of money score link at the top of the screen, our risk tolerance approach, so you answer some questions on there, it takes a couple minutes to do that. Go through that process and get your risk tolerance score. Uh, but we want to also then compare that to your risk capacity. And that simply means how much risk can your plan afford to take. You might be a very risky person, but your, your situation might not support that risk. So that's, uh, that's one negative. Secondly, you don't need all of your money at once, which is the overall premise of the target date fund. So our example of 2030, if you're planning on retiring in 2030, and you put all of your funds into that. And I literally um, met with someone today, did a Zoom meeting with someone. This is their, uh, we're reviewing their plan and their situation. And they have all of their assets in an old 401k, which is pretty much all of their investments. And it's in a target date fund. And uh, the idea with that is if you're retiring in 2030, it's saying, I'm going to use those funds at that point. Well, Again, you're not going to use all those funds in 2030. In reality, you're going to spread those out over retirement. So it's taking all of your investments and putting them in one bucket. That one bucket might be appropriate for you from a risk perspective, but when it comes to income planning, another negative is these target date funds don't allow you to reduce the sequence of returns risk. Wow. And that's a, that's a nerdy way of saying taking money out of things at the wrong time. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that for us. Yes, <laughs> I have plenty of nerdy ways of saying things. Um, in a, a great example, last year and this year, 2019, the stock market was up 25, 30%, depending on what index you look at, hardly any volatility. And then the, the opposite of that has happened in 2020. Markets down significantly. We've had a lot of volatility, a lot of unknown. Well, if you're retired and you're taking money out of your assets, you need different buckets to pull from that are going to behave differently in different market environments. So for us, what we do for our clients in retirement, if years like last year, 2019, we're taking income from the things that are up significantly in 2020, those same things are out of favor for taking income. We want to look at other resources that aren't down significantly and take income from those. You can't do that with a target date fund because all of your eggs are in that one blended basket. Ah, okay. Well, uh, that makes sense. And obviously this is an important topic. What would you recommend though, since there are these negatives uh, that people out there do instead of using target date funds? So if if you're not going to pay attention to this stuff, you're, you're not going to reach out and get help, First of all, you're probably not listening to this. If you're, you're not doing, going to do the, <laughs> right. the effort and the research or, or get a professional's help, stick with a target date fund sure. because at least you're doing something. Um, but what we do for our clients and what I would recommend as a better solution is we build a comprehensive plan that gives you different tools, different buckets, if you will, 
that we can adjust over time based on your risk tolerance, your time horizon, your income needs, your life and the market and everything changing around us. We want to have a flexible plan that we've thought through everything with. And that's a big part, again, of what we do for our clients. So my suggestion would be call us, go out to our website, check us out, schedule a time for a discovery meeting with us where we can explore a little bit more about your situation, see how we can help you, explain what we could do for you. But the big thing is a starting point is uh, schedule that discovery meeting and we'll provide you with a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan and make sure you're on the right glide path, if you will, towards your retirement. Ah, there you so, go. You worked it back a, a in. Plug I love for it. for your future book, Tony. The glide path. <laughs> We're, How to get yourself on the glide path. Exactly. So to All do right. that, folks, give us a call. Our phone number is 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. And I'd also ask your help if you would, if you've not subscribed to our podcast through wherever you listen to your podcast from, hit subscribe, listen to more episodes, but also share that with uh, friends and family that you know that are looking for help with investments in their retirement planning. Uh, grab their phone and uh, with gloves on, of course, nowadays, and uh, open up their podcast app, hit subscribe after finding us. We would appreciate that. And go out and write and give us an honest review. So we would appreciate that very much. Well, that's awesome. Well, Jeff, great show, great topic. Trying to understand target date funds and why they might be right and might not be. Some of the negatives and what you can do instead. Uh, I appreciate you bringing this one to light. I think it's really important. And this is a, kind of a common thing when people start retirement planning. So it's good to know about. And if people have questions, again, they can pick up the phone, give you a call, set up that complimentary no cost, no obligation consultation. Now, one more time before we go, what's that phone number where they can reach? Uh, phone number is 877-219-3199 or visit us at financialpaladin.com. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.